Hey Disney fan, have you ever wanted to know how we make the magic? Or maybe what's happening at Disney every single week? Well, have we got the podcast for you. This is D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. I'm Candace from Radio Disney. And we are taking you Inside Disney. Friends! Hi. Roman countrymen. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Hello, podcasters. Oh, yes. <laughs> Lend me your ears and your <laughs> streaming services. <laughs> so how are you guys? What have you been up to this week? Well, I finally finished On Point on Disney+. Plus. <gasps> yes. Nice. Tell me that. Oh, my God. I loved it. I loved it so much. I no spoilers, no spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no spoilers. And the end completely surprised me, though. Mm-hmm. So, Candace, I'm not going to ruin it for you because you definitely mm-hmm. need to watch. Totally worth it. So engaging. I want to know where all of these kids are now. I probably could find them on Instagram if I tried. But... Oh, I did. I'll send you their yeah. handles. I'm yes, one step ahead there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I need to know. I need to know what's happened to, to Sam and Zoe and uh, Dominica. I'm like, there's all of them. Anyway. I feel so attached to all of them. Like, they're my my best friends, but they don't know me. Yes. <laughs> I feel like Aww. that, too. I do feel like that, though, with many of the people we interview, because I feel like afterwards we're, like, so tight. And then I'm like, but Derek Huff doesn't call. He doesn't write. I <laughs> well, know. I feel like, though, you're actually friends with these people. <laughs> that, that Some of them, yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and, and speaking of celebrities, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune just started, and... It is everything I wanted and more. And it, what's great is that it's an hour long because I always want more Wheel of Fortune. So to get like right. a full hour of it, I, I watched Tony Hawk and Chandra Wilson, who I, speaking Fun. of someone who I knew, I went to college with Chandra Wilson. Of course you did. <laughs> and, oh, and, and Leslie Jones, it was who was hilarious the whole game. It just yes. so much fun. So can't wait to watch more episodes of that. Candace, what about you? Well, guys, The Bachelor this week, if you haven't caught up, there's a huge cliffhanger, like a medical situation with a contestant that I actually really like, oh which God. is somewhat scary. Yeah. But yeah, I know. Big week for that. Also, the Megacast last weekend on Freeform, their broadcast of the NFL wildcard game mm-hmm. was so fun to watch. So shout out to them. Hopefully they'll think about doing that again soon. But oh. cool. Sherry, how is the step count? I know how much you've been watching on Disney Plus. Where are we at? Oh my gosh, the steps are truly abysmal, but that's okay because my <laughs> entertainment levels are high. <laughs> since we last spoke, since literally a week ago, I have watched two complete seasons of Survivor. That means 30 episodes, which wow. I also don't know how I'm making the time for this. Am I sleeping? I don't know. The days are blurring together. <laughs> It's incredible. I I just finished the season that's Millennials versus Gen X, and it's so great. It's my favorite season so far. So if anyone else out there is a big Survivor fan, hit me up on Instagram. I want to discuss all of the strategies and the players and the drama. Oh, it's great. I'm going to have my dad call you because that's his jam. (laughs) Yes. Any fellow Survivor fan, I'm ready to binge. Oh yes. my gosh, I feel like that could be its own podcast, Sherry and Candace's dad. Like. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, Survivor. Fun. Oh. I know. My dad can talk too, so have fun, Sherry. Perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm free. Obviously, I'm free. <laughs> well, and coming up on the show, we have the vision half of One Division, Paul Bettany, star of the Yay. new Disney Plus series. Woo-hoo. 
with us. And he's fascinating and such good stories. So if you want to hear some very cool behind the scenes Marvel scoop, stick around. But first up, we've got some Disney news. This week, the Disney Parks blog, they revealed some looks ahead at Walt Disney World, including that the Disney Magical Express service, which provides airport transportation, is actually going to cease operation on January 1st, 2022. But they will honor all existing reservations and new reservations through the end of 2021. And of course, complimentary transportation such as you know buses between all the resorts and the parks and the monorails and Skyliner are all, will all continue to be available. And other big, big news that as part of the 50th anniversary celebration, Disney Resort Hotel guests and other guests at select hotels are going to be able to enjoy even more time at the theme park with 30-minute early entry to any theme park every day. It's very, like, and you know me, I'm like there for the rope drop, so... Very exciting. Of course, you have to have your your valid admission and a park reservation made at the park, which you want to go to 30 minutes early. I cannot wait to get back there and uh, enjoy that as soon as it launches. So that's uh, some very fun news there. Um, and another piece of very fun news, the baby boy rhino at Disney's Animal Kingdom has a name. Yay! Oh, yay! Is it Jeffrey? Is it, it Sheridus? <laughs> I wish it was Sheridus. <laughs> Just to back up, I think most of us were fans of the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, the National Geographic show on Disney Plus, and they followed the story of Kendi. Kendi was the rhino who gave birth to a baby boy in October, and now the baby has a name. Aww. Ranger. Cute. I like that. It's not as good as Jeffrey cute. or Sheridus, but it is. <laughs> An acceptably strong name. Definitely. Um, which, of course, honors the wildlife rangers who protect rhinos around the world. So really nice symbolism for that. Mm-hmm. You can uh, get more information at the Disney Parks blog on all of this stuff or follow our good friend, Dr. Mark at Disney, on Instagram. Uh, and I cannot wait to get back to the Savannah to see Ranger and the crash of other rhinos and and i've got to give credit to our editor paul for actually letting us know that a group of rhinos is called a crash because i love love that what is a group of podcasters called a pod Uh, sad but i'm um, (laughs) a A delight a delight i think that's what we should be called a delight delight of of podcasters love that Love that too. Well, a couple of weeks ago, Gal Gadot posted a first look teaser for National Geographic Presents Impact. Now Nat Geo has debuted the trailer if you guys haven't seen it. It's a new six part short form documentary series. Gal is an executive producer on the project as well. It looks incredible. Impact is going to highlight inspiring young women living in communities facing things like genocide gang violence, poverty, discrimination, and oppression, and yet against all odds, dare to dream, stand out, speak up, and become leaders in their communities. So I'm really looking forward to this when you guys haven't seen it. A little girl power there from Gal. So looking forward to that on Nat Geo. Wow, that's great. Gal power, in fact. Yeah. (laughs) Jeffrey, I was thinking that. I knew I should have said it. (laughs) (laughs) You should have. (laughs) Well, if you are 
A, an adult, and B, into adult animation, I've got some fun news for you. We just got a hilarious new trailer for season two of Hulu's Solar Opposites. It's an adult animated sitcom from the creators of the hilarious Rick and Morty, and it's about a family of aliens who must take refuge in middle America. And in the season two trailer, we see the family leaving Earth. They've got their newly repaired spaceship. They are so excited to leave only to crash back on top of their house. <laughs> so check it out. Season two of Solar Opposites is on Hulu March 26th. I mean, Sherry, in between episodes of Survivor, it's like only one bloop away. I, it is only one bloop away, but that would require me to move my fingers onto the remote, and I just don't see it happening. <laughs> Are you still watching? Yes. <laughs> Well, in family-friendly animation news, a new image was just released of Raya and the Last Dragon. Can't wait for this movie, Walt Aww. Disney Animation's latest. And the image features Raya in an action sequence in the floating market of Talon. So Talon is one of the five lands in the kingdom of Kumandra. There's heart, talon, fang, spine, and tail, fittingly. Each one is represented by its own distinctive flair. So we get a, a first look at Talon in this image. Very cool. And Raya and the Last Dragon is coming March 5th to theaters and same day on Disney Plus with premiere access. They'll be here before we know it. Right. Cannot wait to see that. Also cannot wait. I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan. I love all the movies. And Lucas Film Games and Bethesda Softworks just announced that they are going to be doing a new Indiana Jones game. It's going to tell a wholly original standalone tale set at the height of the career of the famed adventurer. So you can check out StarWars.com for a little bit more information on that. Cool. Somebody throw it to me in the Inside Disney Sports Center. <laughs> Candace, take it away from the Inside Disney Sports Center. Also, uh, shout out to our listener, Raphael, who was commenting on Twitter this weekend, watching the Megacast along with me <laughs> and looking for some sports on the podcast. Former college football and NFL superstars Eli Manning and Ed Reed are the latest Super Bowl champs to join Detail so this is a groundbreaking sports analysis series created by the late Kobe Bryant. So these guys are joining an incredible lineup. Hosts of detail include Wayne Gretzky, Joe Montana, Cal Ripken Jr., Vince Carter, and so many more. Those are just incredible athletes, FYI, just to translate what I just said. Um, <laughs> over 90 episodes of detail are available to stream exclusively on ESPN+, Plus. but some big names who got added to that. So there's your sports. You're welcome. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm, I'm glad you gave that shout out to Raphael. And I also want to shout out so many people commented on our Joe Rody interview uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Sherry, you really need to get on the Twitter because Candace and I keep getting tagged and they're like, and Sherry, um, <laughs> uh, Jason Red and Skyam and, and a whole bunch of people. So thank you guys. Uh, we're so glad you liked it. We love talking to Joe. And if you haven't heard that, it was the podcast, the one before this. So check it out. Um, and now, you know what it's time for. <laughs> it's time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at D23, the official Disney fan club. For more information and complete listings, visit d23.com. Candace, what do we have first? Well, first up, new to Disney Plus Friday, January 15th, Isle of Dogs. Yay. Are you ready for this? When all the canine pets are exiled to a garbage dump called Trash Island, 
12-year-old Atari sets off alone in search of his bodyguard dog, Spots. And with the assistance of a pack of newly found mongrel friends, he begins an epic journey that will decide the fate of the future of the group. So be sure to check that one out this weekend on Disney+. Plus. Love that movie. Also new to the Disney Plus library, same day, Friday, January 15th, is Mary Poppins Returns. Such a great movie, such a great cast. I love Ben Wisha, of course, Emily Mm -hmm. Blunt, and of course, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes. (laughs) And of course, the animated penguins. This movie truly has it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Also on Friday the 15th, on your favorite streaming service Hulu, well, after Disney Plus, of course, is the season two premiere of Endlings. And it's a very fun family show about kids who continue to help their extraterrestrial friend save a fantastical last of their kind group of creatures. So tune in for that. A little bit more mature, but but still something that I think people are going to love on, on Friday on Hulu. So again, Sherry, just a bloop away. The ultimate playlist of noise. And I watched the trailer for this and had to stop twice because I started to cry so much. So Mm. it looks fantastic. It's about an audio obsessed high school senior who learns he has a tumor and he has to undergo brain surgery that's going to render him deaf because of the location of the tumor. So he goes out to cross the country and record all of his favorite sounds to create a playlist of that. So get the tissues and pull up the couch and get ready. So that starts on Friday as well. All right. Well, coming up Sunday, January 17th at 2 o'clock on ABC. I love this, guys. It's the AKC National Championship. So this is the largest dog show event in North America. There's going to be thousands of dogs from around the world competing for the coveted title of national champion and the prize of $50,000. I actually like to watch this with my dog because he's (laughs) just like locked in and it's so cute. But Sunday, you know where I'll be. Maybe I'll watch football. I'm going to watch this, guys. (laughs) Nice. So it's been nearly two years since we first heard WandaVision would be coming to Disney+, featuring Marvel's Cinematic Universe favorites Wanda Maximoff and Vision. And the wait is finally over, so today to tell us everything we need to know... Or at least what he can tell us. (laughs) We have one of the stars of the show, the fantastically talented Paul Bettany. Yay! So good to have you. Thank Um, you for having me. Yeah. First of all, we've all been binging a lot of Disney Plus since last year. Have you been watching any of the shows or movies on Disney Plus? Oh, yeah. I've been uh, watching Mandalorian on repeat (laughs) with my son and my daughter. So, yes. (laughs) Doing a lot of that. We're all Team Grogu. We're huge fans of little baby Yoda. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're getting his name right and everything. You're so grown up. (laughs) (laughs) i think if we were all part of the official disney podcast and did not get the name right we would be getting some very uh pointed emails i'm still calling him baby yoda for a little while i haven't been quite (laughs) able to let go of it (laughs) i think that's just fine (laughs) when you started down the road as the voice of jarvis did you have any idea how pivotal your role would become no not at all John Favreau and I had worked together on a movie called Wimbledon and he called me up and he said, I have this um, android, I need somebody to play and I need somebody with absolutely no personality at all. So I thought of you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
High praise. It was such a nice way to go about it that I, how could I say no to <laughs> You know, <laughs> your now physical being is so important. It's hard for me to imagine that they didn't cast you in some way knowing where they were going with that. Just because, I mean, I can't imagine anyone else being Vision other than you. Well, that's very kind of you. And um, mm -hmm. I'm so glad that Joss Whedon and Kevin Feige felt the same. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was great. When that happened, that was great. I had a long time to wait, though. I mean, I kind of, I think I knew for about two years before it even happened. I was a long time. That's to, a tough wow. secret. Yeah, that was a tough secret to keep quiet. Well, let's talk about vision. How long does it take for you, Paul, to physically transform into vision? I imagine that's quite a lot of work. You know, at the start of each job, it feels like it's about two and a bit hours and then wow. we speed up and we we get it down to about an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes wow that's not bad do, what do you do anything to pass the time or do you have to stay perfectly still <laughs> you gotta stay perfectly still yeah you can't really move and you know despite being called vision i'm myopic so <laughs> so i can't even read because i can't wear glasses while you're putting on makeup and and so I can't do anything I just sit there and try and pretend it's not really happening to me <laughs> well wow. you could always listen to d23 inside Disney the podcast <laughs> oh my god you're 100 percent right I could be listening to podcasts <laughs> and indeed books on tape I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> well obviously we know you can't say a lot about what happens on WandaVision but what can you tell us because we need to know I can tell you that I really think that Marvel fans are going to, it's going to make them look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe in a whole new light. Mm. I think that it's going to appeal to all age groups. And I think that we've had a lot of testosterone and this is a real estrogen show. <laughs> and it starts in sitcom land in the 1950s and we hurtle through time at breakneck speed and we end up in a full-on mcu at the end of the show and you need that <laughs> yeah you need a bit of that hmm. you you touched on the the sort of classic sitcoms that the show pays homage to like brady bunch and bewitched did you watch any of those shows when you were growing up Oh, yeah, yeah. Saturday and Sunday mornings were awash with American television. So I grew up on the Dick Van Dyke show and I love Lucy and Bewitched and, yeah, and Brady Bunch. Oh, my God. I remember my mum, she had this fantasy about us all living in Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> yeah, she was obsessed with Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, we had all of those shows. Hmm. You like the Brady Bunch. I love that. What was it like for you to actually be sort of in the Brady Bunch house? It was crazy how accurate <laughs> it was. It was That was a really fun episode to shoot. The 70s, we had a blast, especially doing the title sequence, which is unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> well, so you... You and Elizabeth Olsen have such a great chemistry together. What is it like working with her? You know, Lizzie and I have been working together for a long time now. And we really do well together because we're both pretty fastidious. She's never late. I'm never late. 
<laughs> and she always comes to set with an idea. I always come to set with an idea and she's never winging it. I've never seen her unprepared, not once ever, not in the whole time we've ever been working together. She's amazing like that. Never a crossword. And everybody says you end up hating the people that you work with on television and it just didn't happen. <laughs> in fact, the whole shoot was just, we, we got so lucky. Jess Hall shooting it, unbelievable DP. You know, Jack Schaefer wrote this beautiful sort of puzzle box show for us that reveals itself slowly, uh, you know, as the episodes will drop to the fans. And our brilliant director, Matt Shackman, who was the perfect director for this. You know, he's directed Game of Thrones. He knew how to deal with action. He's directed uh, Succession, so he knows how to deal with the drama. And also he was a uh, child actor in sitcoms. So it was just fantastic. And we all just, we had a really magical, creative time. It was amazing. Wow. Wow. You've been in a lot of Marvel films at this point. Do you have one that was your favorite? Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness that's a really that's a really tough one i really loved shooting endgame i loved introducing vision as a sort of shapeshifter that he can look human if he needs to and i thought that was really fun and it was also really freeing i guess that's my favorites you know so far and of course wonder vision which is very much in the mcu and very much a part of it has really been my favorite because we got to delve so much deeper into the uh, their characters and, and their relationship together. Hmm. Well, you are one of the very few people to have major roles in both the MCU and in the Galaxy of Star Wars. So oh, yeah. I'm wondering, what's next for you? Is it Disney Animation? Is it Pixar? Are you <laughs> going to be a Muppet? <laughs> All three? <laughs> I, I'll be in as many as Mr. Disney would like me in, you know. <laughs> I'm curious what it was like playing in the Star Wars galaxy and how that experience was different than a Marvel film. Well, first of all, I, I felt only right and proper that I went and asked Kevin, you know, how he felt about it. You know, because I was just, I didn't want to, you know, ruffle anybody's feathers. So I called him up and he was like, are you kidding? Oh my God, I'll move heaven and earth to make this work. And he, um, and he did. And what is different about it? I love the Marvel movies. I was introduced to the Marvel world through the Marvel movies, right? So um, that's how I learned about it. I knew nothing about Iron Man and, and so forth. But Star Wars, I was seven years old when I saw Star Wars, and I was transported from a grey and frankly miserable London <laughs> to this world where anything was possible, even a kid from nowhere, you know, becoming the most important thing in the plot, right? Which is what's so wonderful about A New Hope. And all, all those years later, I find... I'm flying into London to shoot solo. I get into makeup. I get into costume. I walk on the stage of my starship, by the way, and <laughs> an R2 unit with a tray of champagne flutes goes by me. And I got chills. I got the chills. And then I had to walk down these stairs on my starship again. <laughs> and 
and I got introduced to a Wookiee. And in fact, wow. I got introduced to Chewbacca and <laughs> we had to start the shot again because I just, anybody who meets Chewbacca goes in for a cuddle. You just can't, <laughs> you, just, you can't help yourself. <laughs> but it, it all felt peculiarly real and like a world that I'd been meant to be in. And then I got to be, since I was seven, you know, I've been fantasizing about being in that world. And then, and then there you are and it really feels real. <laughs> Wow. Do fans recognize you when you go out with the 90 minute intense makeup? I sometimes, and all the CG, I know that sometimes vision is more Paul than vision, but I'm curious if people stop you. It's been one of the sort of great things about the role, really, is that you get all of the perks and yet a certain amount of anonymity. And I wonder if that's going <laughs> to. I wonder if that's about to change. <laughs> how much I look like myself. I do, however, wear lots of wigs in it. So I'm, I'm maybe, and glasses. So maybe, well, I wear glasses. So that doesn't really, that's a stupid disguise. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I only just realized that. It'd be fine. I wore glasses in the show. Wait a second, I wear glasses. Maybe you just need to wear more wigs. Yeah, maybe I need to wear more wigs. But that's weirdly enough i made a film called a knight's tale a million years ago and i still get recognized for that you know i live in new york city so you'll have like somebody screaming out on the street like hey naked guy and you go, like, what? <laughs> oh yeah yeah the, yeah the, the, yeah i remember that yeah <laughs> you mentioned watching disney plus with your kids are you guys gonna all sit down and watch the show together oh 100 100 percent, they're gonna watch the show yeah they're big fans you haven't spoiled uh, anything yet because i would be asking you for all the scoop or can i read the script or <laughs> uh they know better than that <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> well thinking back to being on set for wandavision do you have any favorite memories or funny stories you can share my favorite memory really is episode one again brilliant director and I guess Kevin and he came up with this idea to shoot it in front of a live studio audience as the Dick Van Dyke show would have been mm. shot and I was really resistant to it because I, I mean I haven't been in front of a an audience for 20 years or something but the truth is the moment it started it was like we were all in summer stock, like me and Catherine and Lizzie just backstage, you know, running around and bumping into each other at the prop table and then <laughs> going on stage. And, I, I, and and at the end, when we all bowed, I kind of looked at Lizzie and I was like, I think I've wasted my entire career. I should have been in sitcoms this whole time. It's just fantastic. <laughs> and it was really, it was really great for a number of reasons. One is, of course, Within two days, we had an entire episode, which is how those episodes were shot in the, in those days. And that is crazy. And also saved us a bunch of time to be able to spend on action later on in the season. Mm. But it also really helped you pitch past the camera. I think we're so used to very naturalistic acting as actors. And you watch those shows and it has a certain quality about it. It makes it feel, feel like there's an audience in the room. And sure enough, that's because there's an audience in the room. And if there's an audience <laughs> in the room, you you can't help but pitch to them. So as frightened as I was, the moment was over, I thought, oh, what a genius idea. And also, 
we then felt capable of anything. We just felt so sort of brave and ready to make fools of ourselves. We really needed that. So it was a, just a great experience that first day, two days. Wow, sounds so fun. Well, Paul, it has been such a delight talking to you. We end every interview by asking the same question. And that question is, what is your favorite Disney memory? Whoa. Yes, I know. It's hard to pick one, but just one favorite. Oh, my God. One favorite. I would have to say, you know, I I have to say that introducing my daughter to Star Wars and seeing her face as she kind of understood the gravitas of the moment. I mean, it's really, (laughs) you know, it's the reason I wanted to be in, in movies, I think, is really the... Uh, seeing that show in, in, in as a young boy and seeing her watching her when I first put it on for her watching her face as she as she fell in love with Aww. Star Wars I think that's and she's obsessed now she's a Aww. yeah yeah she's obsessed um so I would pick that that's awesome that is a great to pick <laughs> thank you again for joining us congratulations on wandavision uh, we cannot you. wait to watch every single episode yes and uh, multiple times multiple times <laughs> you're gonna love it yeah well, d- please come back and join us again we'd love to have you back i would love that thank you so much for having me guys Yay. Thanks, thank Paul. you you take care Guys, I could listen to him talk all day long. Uh, I don't know. The sound of his voice is so incredible. What a what a good story, or many stories. Truly. Mm, agree. Agree. Thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.